how can you improve as a podcaster without losing your mind? Today, I'm going to share what I've done over the last five years to grow as a podcaster. So I started podcasting just a little over five years ago. I started my show to serve missionaries and then expanded that to church planters, trying to to give them an opportunity to share their stories. And I wanted it to be an incredibly engaging podcast, something that people would really want to listen to, something that would reach people and speak to their hearts. But quite frankly, I wasn't I wasn't very good. My my show wasn't very good. My format wasn't really working. And honestly, I wasn't really getting any better and it was it was taking a lot of time and I don't know if you've ever experienced this but to put a bunch of time into something that isn't all that great and isn't really getting better can sometimes be a little bit demoralizing and I started to wonder I started to wonder if I'd ever get it. I even considered stopping more than once. I considered stopping my show several times but I didn't want to fail at this because I thought it was something that was important and something that I should be able to do. But when I was, you know, when I was trying to get better at this, one of the challenges that I kept running up against was there were just too many voices. It seems like, especially when you start looking for input, that everybody has an opinion. And a lot of times those opinions will conflict. And I didn't, I didn't have the time to do the serious research and to sit down and try and decouple what really great interviewers do or what really great audio producers do. I didn't have the time to sit down and try to do that so I could start modeling them. And and so I, I realized what I needed was somebody who could be a role model, somebody who could be a teacher. I needed somebody with the experience and the expertise to point me in the right direction and to call out what needed to be changed, almost like a mentor. And so I started following a, a few podcasters, a few veteran podcasters. I would listen to their shows and read what they wrote. And I decided to pick one or two and prioritize what I heard from them. And one of those was Daniel J. Lewis, who is a, a veteran podcaster. His show, The Audacity to Podcast, is on hiatus right now. But it was a great show. And I started listening to him and to some other people. But even when I did that and when I started prioritizing their their feedback, one of the challenges I didn't have that that I couldn't address was I didn't have a good way to get direct feedback about my show. I didn't have a, a good way to get that feedback from somebody who knew podcasting. I could sometimes get a little bit of feedback from my listeners, but usually it was things like, I really love the show, or occasionally I would get something like, hey, you know, it's hard to listen sometimes because some of your guests say, um, a lot. So I would take that piece of feedback and I'd go, okay, I need to find a way to edit a little bit better. And so I I took that, but I didn't have a good way to get a lot of feedback at one time from a, from a single person who knew knew the business, so to speak. And frankly, I couldn't afford a consultant. I couldn't afford $1,000 or $2,000 to have somebody sit down and listen to my show and give me feedback over a period of time. And so what I did, this, this was something that Daniel J. Lewis offered. I joined an online podcasters group called Podcaster Society. In fact, that group is still in existence. And it cost me money every month. I started investing money in order to do this. But what it got me was not only access to other podcasters who had shows and who had experience and who had perspective, it also got me access to an expert in in Daniel. And it gave me also the opportunity to have an episode of my show reviewed by him. So he went through, I think he's got 150 different points or something like that, where he goes through everything from your RSS feed to your artwork, to your website, to the quality of the audio, the editing, the if it's an interview, the quality of the questions, went through a lot of that stuff. And 
<laughs> when I sat down to have that reviewed, it was a live video review for me and for everybody else who was part of it. So we could all learn together, which was great, but, but also a little bit embarrassing because not all the feedback that he had was positive. Now he was, he was great in how he delivered the feedback. It it felt positive even if it wasn't, but not all of it was positive feedback. And there were some things that needed to change. And in particular, part of what happens is you get a lot of stuff and you have to go, okay, this is all the feedback that I've gotten. Now I need to, one, decide what of this that I want to do, because maybe not everything about my show lines up with what he what he suggested. Maybe it's something that I need to fix and I just don't understand it. You know, there, there's a lot of different reasons where on individual things, maybe I decide not to do something or I decide to do that later. And part of it is also prioritization. You had to decide what I was going to change and when. But then I also had to do the reps or do the work. I had to have some hard conversations with people that were involved with the show with me. But it was worth it because because of that, I was able to keep going. You know, I'm, I'm past five years now, and my show has improved. And some of that's because of these relationships that I made three or four years ago many of which are still in place. I'm still part of that group. I'm still part of Podcast Society, Society, and I still pay every day because it allows me to learn from others and to share what I've learned with others. And that, of course, is not the only thing I've invested in. I've, I've invested in other courses as well. But these kinds of things have made a huge difference in my podcasting journey. And it's because of that that I'm now able to be asked to share what I know with other podcasters in Facebook groups, as well as occasionally online, I'll have somebody that hires me for consult. Uh, you know, because I took that feedback and because I did the work and I learned and improved, I also have the ability and the opportunity to to speak to other people like this. For example, I'll be speaking at the Christian Podcasters Summit in June of 2019, and I tie at least a portion of that, maybe a big portion of that, to doing the work and building relationships, being willing to seek out and receive feedback, and then just being willing to keep going. If you'd like to have a similar experience, maybe you're not super happy with where your show is right now, I don't yet have a group for you to join, a group of my own. I may in the future, but I can offer you the Christian Podcasters Summit, which is that summit that I'll be speaking at in a few weeks. It'll be on June 15th in 2019, and it will feature six speakers sharing what they know best to help you launch, improve, or grow your show. We'll be covering things like how to build an email list, how to use Twitter, building a media kit, which is something that I need to do. I've got one kind of a draft, but I don't feel really good about it, so I'm really looking forward to that session. I'm going to be talking about audio production, a few of the things that you can do to improve your improve your audio, and some of the things that people often miss, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I hear things that people miss that aren't necessarily that difficult to address. We're also going to talk about or hear about booking great guests. If you'd like to know more, you can visit top tier audio slash summit. That's my affiliate link. There is some early bird pricing. It was actually supposed to be done as of yesterday when I'm recording this, but I heard that the, the organizer, Eric has extended that for a few more days. So you still have the chance if you're interested to get in for a discounted rate at top tier audio.com slash summit, visit that link, find out about the tickets, and then also, I'd appreciate it if you'd let me know about what you think about this show. This is kind of an experiment for me, so I'd love to have your feedback, your comments, your questions, your suggestions. Maybe leave me a voicemail on SpeakPipe. I'll have all those links for you in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what this does for me as a podcaster and what it can also do for you as a podcaster.